to the best five-minute wine podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the seed to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the best five-minute wine podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, grape minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... Portland Wine Company owner Matt Burson is our guest. I was reading where Oregon has established itself as an international reputation for wine, and it's fourth in the United States behind California, Washington, and New York. So it's a highly competitive field. Do you, you love the competition? Yeah, certainly. Certainly. I mean, and I mean, I love having Love and Squalor wines on the shelf next to, you know, mass produced wines, factory wines, and stuff like that, because I think it, my wine's stand out next to that and and a consumer can make a difference and see that hopefully see just by looking at the bottle and see that it's a you know a a handcrafted product you know expressing the vintage and the soil etc etc and not just something that came out of a you know hundred thousand gallon tank you know there's just a, a widget that's flowing through the distribution chain but you certainly need to put your best foot forward on on every single product and um and are responsible for it you know if somebody if somebody doesn't like it or if it's if there's something wrong with it by not having a traditional vineyard on the property how do you work that out we contract for our fruit we have since my first vintage which was 2006 made a lot of friends with a lot of vineyard owners and vineyard managers over the years we work hand in hand with them to grow the best fruit and and then we put it on the back of a truck and bring it to our winery is since 2019 our winery is in portland uh it's an urban winery in southeast portland Prior to that, I was making my wine in the corners of other people's wineries where I was working. In 2011, went off 100% to making our own wine, and it was a shared space in McMinnville. And then in 2018, moved up to Portland. So a lot of the vineyards I've been working with since, I guess the vineyard I've been working with the longest is Temperance Hill Vineyard, which I've been getting the fruit from there since 2007, the same two blocks. So but that's 15 years. Sunnyside Vineyard been working with since 2012, I think 10 years. And it's great. I mean, it's definitely more of a new world model, you know, in the the old world where the people who started making wine owned land and it was, had been planted for decades or centuries. And there was the old house that they turned into the winery and it was just a family thing and the land was already paid off. Maybe they've added a couple hectares here and there. The cost of having a winery facility and having a vineyard is pretty high. Additionally, there's some people who really like to farm and some people who really like to make wine. And so we work with the people who like to farm and we make the wine. As you continue to evolve as a winemaker, do you see yourself maybe one day having your own vineyards? We are looking for vineyard land. One, so we can have a little more control over the fruit. Also, because the there's a lot of demand for fruit up here in the Willamette Valley right now and uh, small wineries like ourselves are being squeezed out a little bit. So we're hoping to secure something so we can at least have a dedicated fruit source for at least part of our production. The physical address is 3201 Southeast 50th Avenue, Portland, Oregon. Can you describe for me what the winery looks like at that location? Yeah, so we're in a about a 5,000 square foot building on a street corner, a few blocks between two busier streets. The front corner of the building is our dedicated tasting room. It's got windows all the way around, some of which accordion open so we can do service through the window to a picnic area that's outside on the side street. 
And the tastier room is actually in the middle of a remodel. And we're trying to make it a little bit more of an elevated kind of feeling place. But it's got a, a bar and a nice velvet sectional sofa and then some small round tables, a wall of wine, which you can peruse. Uh, we like to play music in here. We do a flight, a four wine flight. We also have wine and beer on tap. And it's a nice, light, sunny, casual and welcoming place. The other highlight of the tasting room is one is the internal wall, uh, which is a big glass windows. The windows is actually, it actually is a rolling door made out of uh, panes of glass. And behind that is the barrel cave. So when you're sitting in the tasting room, you're seeing stacks of barrels that are filled with uh, Pinot Noir and a little bit of Gamay Noir. Um, so that's real nice. So we really wanted people to realize when they walked in that it wasn't just a wine bar, that it's actually a working winery. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by iHism. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure. Hi, before you go, we have exciting news. The Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast has teamed with a breakthrough technology and added a new feature on our website that's bound to elevate your podcast experience. Here is where we need your help. Trying to remember something from an episode? Don't worry. Search for it and we will find it for you. Have you ever thought you could just ask questions and chat about the episodes as if you were talking to me? Well, now you can. That's right. Our episodes are now interactive and they're waiting to have a conversation with you. Jump into a chat with our podcast and let's get the conversation started. Try it out and tell us what you think. Click on the banner at the top of the website, thebestwinepodcast.com to try it. 